0: I'm Dr. Anthony Bolas, and welcome to Healthy Dose. Over this past year, we have learned about the Zika virus and what harm it can do to our infants at birth. Dr. Heather Hogue, Director of Emergency Preparedness and Response at the Jefferson County Department of Health in Birmingham, Alabama, discusses the Zika virus, what cases have been reported in Alabama, and how you can protect yourself and your loved ones from the virus.
1: We do have direct links with the Zika virus and birth defects, primarily the microcephaly that you may have seen reported already in the news.
0: More to come on today's edition of Healthy Dose.
1: This is Healthy Dose. Brought to
0: you by the McWhorter School of Pharmacy at Sanford University. McWhorter School of Pharmacy, preparing pharmacists who transform lives. More on the web at Sanford.edu slash pharmacy. Welcome back to Healthy Dose. I'm Dr. Anthony Bolas. We are about a month into fall when mosquito season starts to diminish due to cooler, drier weather. However, the Zika virus still remains on our minds and wondering how this can affect us now or in the future. With Zika virus starting to get closer and closer to us, it is important to be able to understand what this virus can do, who it affects most, and what to expect if you are infected or traveling to a location where it is more prevalent. Dr. Heather Hogue, Director of Emergency Preparedness and Response at the Jefferson County Department of Health in Birmingham, Alabama, will help to answer many of our questions along with the prevalence of this virus in our state currently. Dr. Hogue first discusses what the Zika virus is, how it is transmitted, and who it affects the most.
1: The Zika virus spreads from mosquito bites, and these are from mosquitoes that are infected with the Zika virus. The primary way the Zika virus spreads, like I said, is through the bites of an infected Aedes aegypti species-type mosquito, and it can be passed also through sex from a person who has the Zika virus and passes it along to their partner. Right now, with the CDC recommendations, what we want to do is make sure that we're educating and getting the word out to women who may be pregnant or may be thinking of getting pregnant because we do have direct direct links with the Zika virus and birth defects, primarily the microcephaly that you may have seen reported already in the news.
0: Dr. Hogue illustrates common symptoms of the Zika virus that many times can be hard to spot.
1: A lot of people uh, can have the Zika virus and not know it. When you talk about symptoms, only about one in five people that are infected with the Zika virus will actually become ill. For those who are ill, the, the most common symptoms are going to be fever, rash joint pain and also conjunctivitis or or red eyes so those are going to be the primary things there are a few other symptoms that could include muscle pain and headache but primarily like i said you may not even know that you have the zika virus but for those who do become ill it's most likely that they'll have a fever or rash joint pain and and sort of a pink eye conjunctivitis
0: there have been multiple reports of zika cases documented near miami florida but what about alabama Dr. Hogue discusses the number of documented cases of Zika virus in Jefferson County, along with the state of Alabama, and how these patients were infected.
1: Fortunately, right now for uh, Alabama, and specifically for Jefferson County, the Zika cases that we have are from travel. They they are considered uh, travel cases. And what that means is that it has not been reported that we have any local transmission. These people who have been reported and confirmed with Zika virus to date have been those who have traveled into areas that have the Zika Zika virus. Right now we have had uh, seven confirmed cases for Jefferson County. Statewide, that number is around 30 32. In Alabama we can have up to 60 species of mosquitoes. So just as a reminder that this is not every mosquito that, that we are concerned with with the Zika virus. There are you know just a couple of the, of the 80 species that we know do carry the, the Zika virus. So be aware that the Zika virus is not locally transmitted here, but obviously that is something we would be concerned about and continue to watch.
0: As we hear in the news that the Zika virus is slowly making its way further north in our country, Dr. Hogue explains the preparedness that is being done just in case Zika becomes more widespread in Alabama and in Jefferson County.
1: I feel like that knowing that we have the Zika virus and some of the other countries, we've been able to try and, you know, prepare for how, how that would look and what we would do if we were to have an outbreak here locally or statewide or, or countrywide. There are some things that, you know, are in effect where it's looking at the development of maybe a vaccine or looking at how uh, laboratories can work together and get fast results when we have uh, need to do testing and also looking at education and really getting the word out to those who may be traveling back from a, an area with Zika or thinking about travel. You know, we look at pregnancy and making sure that anyone that is considering a travel and that could be pregnant, we want to really educate and help prevent birth defects.
0: Dr. Hoag further elaborates on the vaccine to prevent Zika virus that is currently in phase one clinical
1: trials. Actually, in the news, there has been some newer developments with the Zika virus. The National Institute for Health or NIH uh, has been looking at doing trials and this week they have announced that they are uh, in an early stage clinical trial or, or phase one trial with the Zika virus. So They already have subjects and lined up and they are doing some testing uh, on the, on a vaccine for the Zika virus, so that would be very promising.
0: If you are concerned about traveling to an area of Zika and you are pregnant or able to become pregnant. Dr. Hoag suggests to contact your health care provider and visit the CDC.gov website.
1: I would recommend, uh, definitely, especially if you're looking at travel, in the, if you're pregnant already or considering it, go ahead and have a conversation with your health care provider. The other thing I would recommend is visiting the CDC website. They do keep an updated list of areas that they have deemed uh, a little more you know, dangerous to visit, and I would definitely make sure that you're not traveling to the, you know, to an area that they have a travel advisory issued for. Uh, And that can be found at the CDC.gov website, and they update the travel advisories there.
0: There has been new evidence by the CDC if a partner gets infected with the Zika virus and when it is time to try and have children, as Dr. Hogue explains.
1: Looking at the CDC guidance, as far as looking at recommendations for couples who may be interested in becoming pregnant and may have traveled to a Zika, a country with Zika virus, for men and women who, if you've been diagnosed with the virus, obviously you would want to wait, or if you've had a partner that's been diagnosed, the CDC does advise women to wait at least eight weeks after they had symptoms or any time their symptoms had first appeared before trying to get pregnant. And for men, they would advise men to wait at least six months after their symptoms have first appeared before trying to get their partner pregnant. In lieu of that, in talking about birth control, people with Zika virus would need to use condoms for sex or not have sex during this time if they are concerned about uh, transmitting the Zika virus to their partners.
0: Be sure to consult with your health care provider, your pharmacist, or your local health department when it comes to deciding on traveling to an area of Zika virus. Next week on Healthy Dose, we will bring back Dr. Heather Hogue as she will further discuss how to treat Zika virus if you are having symptoms and how long the virus will stay in you, along with healthy ways to prevent mosquitoes on you or at your household. For Healthy Dose, I'm Dr. Anthony Bolas. You've been listening to Healthy Dose, brought to you by the McWhorter School of Pharmacy at Sanford University. McWhorter School of Pharmacy, preparing pharmacists who transform lives. More on the web at samford.edu pharmacy. To learn more about this program or other episodes, go online to healthydose.org. Join us again this time next week for your next Healthy Dose.